Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show here on ARFM with me, Steve Harrison. Now, uh, my next guest is a long-time member of a band that has definitely been leading the way in modern prog rock for, what, over a quarter of a century. And it makes it sound a real long time when you say quarter of a century, 25 years. Gives me great pleasure to be talking to Dave Miros from Spock's Beard. Dave, how are you doing? Great. It's good to be here. Oh, thanks very much for uh, chatting to us here uh, on the Unchained Rock Show. It's uh, really appreciated. So, Spock's beard. Uh, yeah, you've been around for uh, over a quarter of a century. I thought I'd get that one in there. Uh, and you're set to release the 13th studio album, uh, Noise Floor, on the 25th of May. I've got to say, I've been very fortunate to have a preview copy of the album, Dave. Uh, and it's a cracker as well. Well, that's great. Thank, thank you very much. That's really, really good to hear. You know, when we when we do an album, we never know. We we think they're all good. We put them out there into the wild, and then we start getting feedback. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's really cool to hear that this album is getting very positive response. So that's a relief, and it's great to hear that. <laughs> Indeed, I mean, I suppose you say that it's it's a relief, but um, uh, I mean, surely Spock's beard, certainly from uh, sort of uh, in my circle of sort of muso friends, you've always been uh, consistent in producing, uh, you know, that sort of just excellent, fine quality music. I think there are some subtle differences on this new album, but you've always been up there, and as and I, and I mean that genuinely, leading the way in that sort of prog rock sphere for for such a long time now so surely it can't come as a surprise well that's very nice of you to say and that's actually how we think i mean we think that we're pretty consistent but yeah you know some critics will beg to disagree with us <laughs> yeah of course opinions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really positive so far i mean more positive than than i thought it would be and, and, and that's just great it's great news, you know, for us. Um, it's always nice when someone likes what you do, you know, and and everyone I've spoken to so far that's heard it has been genuinely in, interested in it and liked it. You yeah. know, it's, you can tell when somebody is trying to say they like it, but they don't really mean it, you know. And <laughs> right, yeah. And on this one, you know, it seems like really honest enthusiasm. So that's great. It's, yeah. We're really happy about that. Yeah, well, uh, well, hopefully it's coming across with honest enthusiasm for me because I've been having it on in the car as I've been driving around. Uh, and as ever, there's always the, so, the, sort of those immediate standout tracks that, that grab you um, sort of straight away for me. Uh, at somebody's Home, I, I, I'm loving that particular track. That is a, that is a great track. Uh, and of course, uh, a nice bit of an epic one, Beginnings as well. Um, and and I do notice that on some of the sort of uh, recent PR uh, that sort of gets sent through, um, it seems that you may have adopted a little bit more of an approach to be, I suppose, more immediate and more melodic. Would that be, is that a fair sort of comment on that? Yeah, that's what we've been hearing a lot. And, um, you know, it's not like we made a conscious decision to do that on this one. Uh, things just kind of happen. I think it was a, um, you know, uh, kind of a, I don't want to say coincidence, but just kind of like the way things happened yeah. on this one. Yeah. Uh, more of that type of thing just happened to arrive at this time. So, yeah, Somebody's Home is, is that's one of my favorite tracks on the album as yeah. well. Yeah. 
I mean, what were what were the sort of uh, influences in terms of uh, of that approach then? Well, this is this is kind of a a unique experience on a couple songs. Um, you know, Kansas was uh, re- kind of rejuvenated, and they were going to record a new album a year or two ago. Yeah. And, and um, the guy that John Bigold, the guy that writes with us, he had written a song for Kansas to submit to uh, Kansas, and wind, wound up not doing that. And also, Ted wrote. I think someone's somebody's home was uh, originally intended for Kansas. Yeah. There were two or three songs that were with Kansas in mind, but when they didn't get submitted to Kansas, yeah. they rewrote them with Spock's beard in mind. Uh, you know, so there was that um, influence that yeah. that came across on a couple of the songs. They probably, you know, imagine that they'll regret not taking because you know you've got them on your album and great songs they are. Yeah, it's actually good that that uh, they didn't take them and we got to use them for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I understand as well that um, uh, Nick uh, has been back with the band uh, in terms of the new album. Yes, he uh, fortunately uh, played with us on this record. We were secretly trying to get him into the back end of the band full time, but he just got uh, too much on his plate right now to commit yeah to you know a full-time band experience but you know he's done our last few gigs that we did yeah. and he did the album which was you know a main th- a main thing we were really happy that he would do that and yeah. so you know it's just kind of one day at a time yeah 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 absolutely i mean in terms of uh, you mentioned there he's done the last few gigs uh as ever with the promotion of a, of a new album it's been um probably what sort of two three years i think since you came over to the uk uh and i think that was uh, oblivion particle tour you played at nottingham just down the road from me and i saw you i think at sheffield at the corporation probably a couple of years or so before that so um are we looking at uh, again uh, elements of a world tour and, and getting around europe or, or are you concentrating first and foremost on the US? Well, it's um, in the planning stages right now, so I don't yeah. have any specific, but we are planning a Europe-UK thing uh, in November, possibly early December. Oh, right. Great stuff. And it won't be really extensive. You know, it'll be, uh, you know, a couple weeks. Yeah. We'll hit all the, the major places that yeah. we love. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, I mean, just to sort of go back uh, to the album Noise Floor, in terms of um, the sort of, a, I suppose, more immediate melodic elements, I just want to sort of ask around that, um, is that whilst you mentioned it's a, a sort of a coincidence, um, obviously uh, Spock's beard renowned as that sort of uh, progressive rock element. Um, I mean, what's your thoughts uh, in terms of broaching, I suppose, a more mainstream audience? Or is that something that you don't really concentrate on? It's about, first and foremost, the music and producing, as always, good quality, excellent music. Yeah, we don't we don't really think of that. We don't plan things ahead of time. It's kind of been our our method, you know, all along. Yeah. Um, But, you know, having said that, we do we have learned over the years what people like to hear from us, what works, doesn't work. And uh, I think if there is anything different on this album, was maybe a little bit more willingness to go with what the song wanted us to do. Yeah. Uh, 
And what I mean by that is, you know, if a song is is really nice, a beautiful song without a crazy prog freak out part in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And then we just didn't put it in. In fact, you know, a couple of the songs had little prog freak out parts in the middle. And it's yeah. like, why is it here? It's kind of like distracting from the coolness of the song. So yeah. let's just take that out and make it just let it be what it wants to be. You know, we didn't really force things to be in 13A or, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was, it was more about letting the song speak for itself rather than trying to, uh, you know, put a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, yeah. And did, was that sort of, uh, did that come sort of quite easy and quite natural then? Uh, instead of sort of thinking, okay, yeah, we need to put, like I say, some uh, uh, sort of a bit more of a time signature in and some, you know, sort of augmented scales in there. Well, did that sort of come natural to say, actually, no, let's leave that. This song is great and, you know, it, it's got it without without uh, that addition. Did that come easy? Yeah, it's it's... Easier in a way, but in another way, it's it's difficult to decision to make because, you know, especially in progressive rock, I mean, complexity and and long long tracks and complexity within a track is almost like a crutch. Yeah. You know, if if you're struggling with a song, it's like, what do we do now? Oh, let's just do something. You know, let's dazzle them. Yeah. Let's with our brilliant technique here, and you yeah. know, whatever. And um, so, you know, to write a song that's just a really good song, I mean, that's that's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, letting the song stand on their own a little bit more, um, you know, it's it's easier in a way. And, and it's also a little bit riskier in yeah. other ways. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I certainly think that uh, uh, with regards to Noise Blow, I think you've certainly uh, uh, achieved what you appear to have set out to be, albeit sort of coincidental. I mean, in terms of uh, of all those releases then and sort of looking back over, you know, the, the 25 years or more to where you are now, I mean, how do you reflect on those experiences of the sort of past 25 years and, and what influence do they have on, uh, well, both music and uh, the band itself? Yeah, it's been it's been a, a crazy twenty five years. I mean, yeah. we we just got together originally just for fun. I mean, we we honestly thought that the prog rock scene had died down. There was nothing left. Yeah, and you know, Neil wrote these songs just kind of as a personal expression, and and uh, his brother Al got together with him and played some guitar on it, and yeah. then they decided to do a couple gigs and from there it's like well let's just and the band was formed then and then let's see what it sounds like with yeah. the band singing these songs yeah and so we recorded an album and one thing kind of left led to another and we discovered that there was still a prog rock audience out there and and you know it's it's just been a band that was kind of born out of you know, this sounds kind of a cheesy thing to say, but the love of playing yeah. that type of music. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were all really good friends and we were just doing it for fun. And, and that attitude propelled us through a lot of, you know, uh, harder times and, yeah. and trying times. And, and, so, and as a result of that, you know, we've had some just brilliant experiences. And, yeah. you know, things, I think for all of us, we've all done a lot of really cool stuff in our careers, but Spock's beard is 
you know, if you had to pick one band that was the highlight of your career, it would be it would be Spock's Beard. Right. Right. And of course, I mean, it's like, and that in itself is an achievement to sort of have uh, what's still that sort of uh, that drive, that feeling, that sensation from sort of back from day one to 25 years or so later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we, we all got to, you know, a lot of bands that you play and you, you're filling a role, you're fulfilling a role or something. Yeah. And yeah. this is the one where that everyone's personality is, is very, you know, encouraged and, yes we got to develop individually as players and writers. And, you know, I mean, how many times you get to do that? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what are your sort of uh, aspirations then for both uh, the new album uh, and then sort of uh, Spock's beard moving forward then? Well, you know, in, in true Spock's beard tradition, it's one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we do have, the album, we, we haven't really thought about it because we've been just concentrating on getting this thing, getting the baby born, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And so, so we're not picking out colleges for him yet, but... <laughs> yeah, because he's got to be released into the world on May the 25th. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're, we're going to, like, uh, do the tour and then we have Cruise to the Edge in February. And, you know, by that time, there might be a future, uh, you know, plans for some future stuff. But right now we're just... Uh, you know, concentrating, we're taking a breath yeah. and concentrating on getting the album out and, you know, doing promo and stuff for that. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, Dave, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat to us here on uh, ARFM. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. As I say, uh, I've been very fortunate to have a preview copy uh, of the album Noise Floor uh, set to be released on 25th of May. It, it is a great album and certainly looking forward to you guys coming back over here to the uh, to the UK. Uh, and certainly wish you uh, uh, every success with the release of the album. So uh, thanks for chatting to us, Dave. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. It was totally my pleasure. And I'm glad you like the record. It's, it's a cracker. Cheers, Dave. Appreciate that.